Inside Chicago Government. ShyGov.com. Welcome to another in a series of interviews about and sounds of Chicago government. I'm Dave Glowatz. In this episode, you'll hear excerpts from the full Chicago City Council meeting on January 26. You'll hear part of the latest push by 9th Ward Alderman Anthony Beal to establish a parliamentarian and legal staff for the City Council. That's in the standard version you're about to hear. In the premium version of the episode, which you can get by subscribing at shygov.com, you can hear the full drama that unfolded regarding Alderman Beale's effort around city council legal staff. In that drama, you'll hear many of Beale's colleagues finally go on record about where they stand. That includes a revelation by one alderman who said they've been working behind the scenes on a competing proposal. Additionally, premium users can hear the entire debate about that in a separate audio piece that we've produced. Also in the premium version of the episode, you can hear what happened with an emergency spending measure for which Mayor Lori Lightfoot has tried and failed to get aldermanic approval. At the January 26th council meeting, it got a little confusing and it got a little heated. Finally, in the premium version, you can hear some serious frustration by aldermen around the mayor's nominee to head the Civilian Office of Police Accountability. That nomination hit a wall in the January meeting of the council's Public Safety Committee. In the premium version, you can hear how it went down. All that comes with analysis from me and my colleague, Chicago Reader columnist Ben Jarofsky. Here's the standard episode. The most recent meeting of the full city council took place on January 26, and it went about four and a quarter hours, and we've talked about this before. In June of 2021, the Ninth Ward's Alderman Anthony Beale introduced an ordinance establishing a city council legal department. Since June, the administration's council allies have pretty much kept Beale's ordinance bottled up by various parliamentary procedures. That brings us back to the January 26th city council meeting. One of the very last items on the meeting's agenda is unfinished business. During unfinished business, the Rules Committee Chair, 8th Ward Alderman Michelle Harris, started to recommend Beale's proposed ordinance be sent to city council committees for regular consideration. Beale then stood up and called for a vote on his legal staff ordinance pursuant to the council's Rule 41, which essentially says that an alderman can call for an immediate vote on the passage of a stalled ordinance. After he called for that vote, debate began, which we're going to hear, starting with 6th Ward Alderman Rod Sawyer. I know it's been a long time, and I know he's frustrated, and I support him in this effort 100%, but I do think that we need this to be heard before a full committee. Alderman Down. That is exactly the words that I was going to say. This is going to cost us some money. We have not even discussed what the financial requirements will be for this particular position. I think it would be inappropriate for us to vote it up or down because we don't even know what we're voting for. Alderman Ryan. In reviewing Alderman Beale's ordinance, I think there's a lot of good in there. For the last three or four months, I've been working with the Legislative Reference Bureau lawyers to refine 
Alden Beal's ideas here without having to go to outside counsel, but by converting our own lawyers, Legislative Reference Bureau, into the Office of Legislative Counsel and then providing them some supplementary funding through an appropriations amendment through budget. It also very clearly defines the role of this new office as really focused on parliamentary procedure, and it stipulates that these lawyers should not be advocating for or against the passage of legislation, but simply provide objective procedural support. And the hope is that, that Alderman Beal and myself and others can, can work together to get a good final product. I'll be circulating this new draft ordinance that was introduced today, as well as a fact sheet and another sheet that it kind of shows the differences between Alderman Beal's proposal and my own. Look, I've stood up here and used parliamentary procedure to defend our authority as aldermen, dividing questions and the like. I am someone who believes we need to have our own independent counsel. Alderman Beal's ordinance has good things in it, but it doesn't even say how we're going to pay for it. There is no appropriations amendment attached, and it doesn't even define the duties. I think that Alderman Beal conceptually has a good idea. I would argue the ordinance that I've submitted, and I encourage you all to read it, goes a bit further. It also reinforces our ability to have subpoena powers and enforcement of those subpoena powers, something that is lacking in the Alderman's version. So I'm not saying mine's better. I, I think it is. Alderman Smith. I remember that when we fought to get an independent inspector general who had authority over city council, we called every single alderman. We rounded up co-sponsors. We went the fight through committee and then to a very closely divided city council vote. Now, I haven't gotten a call from Alderman Beale. I don't know how many of you had to discuss the substance of what is being discussed. But Alderman Beale, as the proponent, the proponent of an ordinance, really bears the burden of collecting the responses and the support of his ordinance. With real respect to Alderman Beale for feeling passionate about this issue, he hasn't done any of that. Alderman Osterman. All 50 of us believe that we should have a legal counsel. Unlike another colleague of mine that suggested we just pass something and then figure it out afterwards, I would hope all 50 of us would want to take 30 days to look at Alderman Beale's proposal, look at Alderman Riley's proposal, have that go through the budget committee where we can ask the questions, offer input. Alderman Thompson. I want to give credit to Alderman Riley because I utilize the LRB and I, I think that has become very independent and they've been doing an excellent job. Sometimes in the past, if you went and talked to them, immediately you get a phone call. Now you talk to them and there is that confidence that what we work on is truly confidential. The real issue here is who controls the city council, the mayor or the alderman? So nobody like directly said that. I think Alderman Thompson got at that a little. That's Daly Thompson uh, from the 11th Ward. He said something along the lines, uh, if we talked to, to the council in the old days, there was an immediately a phone call, and now there's some confidentiality. I presume what he was saying when there was immediately a phone call, if you raised a concern, if an alderman raised a concern with one of these aides whose job it was to uh, help the alderman deal with parliamentary procedures or legislative procedures, and if the alderman raised issues 
issues that may differentiate with the mayor. The phone call went to the mayor's office. I think that's what he was saying. And supporting that, Ben, is that we, the public, never hear about what the Legislative Reference Bureau does. If you look in the budget, you can't even see who works there in terms of the kinds of positions and the number of positions. Yeah. If, in fact, what Thompson says is true, that if it has a reputation for being a back channel to the mayor's office in terms of aldermen pushing measures that the administration might not like, then it might be underutilized simply because aldermen don't know whether they could trust it. That's all we've got for the standard episode. If you'd like to hear the full-length premium version of the episode, including material not heard on any other podcast, please subscribe at shygov.com. Or if you're already a subscriber, log in at shygov.com, go to the Chicago menu, and choose City Council. As always, listeners, we welcome your comments, questions, and suggestions for future interviews. Using email, you can get those to us via comment at shygov.com. Using Facebook, go to facebook.com slash insidegov. And on Twitter, find us at C-H-I-G-O-V-T. I'm Dave Glowatz. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.